0: right, everybody. Welcome to another episode. I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so blessed by your presence. If you're new to the show, I'm Helen. I'm a self-mastery mentor for women. And my whole purpose is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, most successful life that you could lead. So that's what this podcast is all about. And really diving into the root, the core issues uh, that keep us from Living in the highest vibration possible while also holding space for our humanity first and foremost. So in this episode today, we're talking about how to get back into alignment after a rut or a bad mood or a difficult day, whatever you want to call it. And I'm going to walk you through seven things that really helped me when I hit these moments. And I felt especially called to record this. This evening is Saturday. This will come out tomorrow morning on Sunday uh, because last night I was just in such a sticky space, such a difficult mood, um, and energy. And I could not seem to figure out what was going on. I'm, I'm truly such a happy person. Um, you know, my lifestyle is so, Peaceful. And so it's funny when I get these little shakeups, I'm like, okay, what juice is there in here? What do I have to learn? And, you know, it can be a real opportunity to get excited about where the next growth spurt is going to be for you. So I think there's a mix of my life just changing in general, being in a new city and a new environment, um, growing my business over the last few months in a new way, and also just the social aspect of life has been tying into this and then of course the embodiment part and of course i'm starting my cycle my period today so it would make sense that my hormones are spiked a little bit in an interesting way nevertheless taking all of that into account here is what i did last night when i was feeling really stuck really irritable just very irritable Uh, here's what i did first of all I took a break from social media i decided you know it's not helping me to scroll at all so what i do right now is and i've been doing this for probably the last few weeks is i literally turn my phone completely off because knowing myself, I'll get an idea or I'll like want to look up something or post something. So it has been most effective to completely turn my phone off, tell whoever I need to tell that, okay, I'm not dead. (laughs) I'm just turning my phone off. And then I'll set the timer on my oven for like an hour, an hour and a half. And that has been extremely helpful for regrounding and, uh, you know, getting back into alignment there. So I mean, social media can just be very overwhelming. Not only is it designed as like a slot machine, quite literally to keep us engaged, keep us going, keep our brains really activated. It also like stretches our energy quite thin because if any of you guys are creators, which I know a lot of us are, we're responding to a lot of people all the time. So. It's a great way to practice an energetic boundary and for yourself, just know that you are free, you know, you don't need to be responding or online or on all the time, giving yourself permission there to step back and take a deep breath, right? So I was just noticing first and foremost, my use of social media yesterday was, was heightening the rut that I was in. Next is perhaps the most obvious, practicing meditation. Okay, and I have a unpopular opinion, perhaps. Sometimes people will say to me, well, when I'm taking a walk, I'm meditating, or when I'm cooking, I'm meditating. And that is so beautiful, and I think that's absolutely can be an act of mindfulness to be doing mindful activities, but I really don't believe anything beats straight up meditation, where you are sitting in stillness, completely going inward and observing the crux of our discomfort and our humanity and bringing that up to the surface to be looked at to be healed, or just maybe not even that deep just sitting with ourselves just sitting, you know, I don't think there's truly a substitute for that inward stillness that happens in meditation. So that is number one for accessing clarity, because a lot of the time when we're in a difficult mood or a sticky space, we don't quite know what's bothering us. Like we kind of need to go through a checklist and it is extremely helpful to just let, let it come up naturally without, you know, searching outward go inward. What is it? It will, it will come up. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll figure out where your energy is, you know, being fragmented, etc. cetera. So nothing like a good meditation and release the pressure of that as well. You know what I mean? You can just get into your cozies, get in bed, just sit upright and set your insight timer for simply five minutes, even three minutes, like release the pressure of, you know, how strict meditation needs to be because it's literally just close your eyes. And be still, be still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay attention to your breath. Um, number three is similar to this: is prayer, re-engaging with your spiritual practice. Ask your guides, ask your ancestors for help. Return to those spiritual practices that you know are in your back pocket and are always available to you. Reignite your aliveness, your connection to source, to God, to spirit. Um, So when I'm in these moments of difficulty, I actively speak aloud Um, I'll stand kind of in mountain pose, you know, I'll stand up straight, open up my hands and ask for support and for guidance and speak aloud what I'm moving through, what I'm navigating. Um, You know, I'll, I'll talk to my grandmothers and say, you know, I'm really hitting this point of contention or I feel sad. Like yesterday I was just feeling sad. It makes me feel a little teary right now because I'm, accessing that same emotion and it's okay you know it's okay to feel sad sometimes it's okay to feel a little bit lost and out of sorts Um, but remembering but and remembering that we can come home to ourselves and we can come back to a center point that feels a lot more grounded and we are supported across so many realms and even though we can't see that it will feel more and more apparent and more tangible and more magical the more that we tune into those spaces. So reconnecting with our spiritual practice. And after I pray, I will often pull tarot cards. And it is just wild what comes through those cards. It's never not spot on when I'm in alignment. And when I've asked for that kind of guidance, I find that if I'm pulling cards, like on a whim and I'm not centered, I'm not breathing right. Like I'll get maybe mixed messages. When I pull cards from that place of straight up alignment, openness to receive and trust, I can receive that support with that openness, with gratitude and with great clarity. Yeah. Okay. Then next would be to journal, journal about anything and everything. I'm, I have my journal right next to me right now, and I just titled the journal page, like think tank, think tank, just word vomit onto the page. That's not a cute way to say that, but write down anything and everything. Where are you feeling stuck? Start to like hash out what is actually going on. Where is that sticky energy and get it onto the paper. I've said it many times and I'll say it again. Pain and discomfort needs somewhere to live outside of the body. So journaling is very powerful because of that specifically. It gives our discomfort a place to live without holding it in our body where it can build up and become like stagnation and disengagement Ease in the body and the mind, right? So, journaling is really also a practice of getting objective, becoming the observer, taking in a hawk's eye view of your mental and emotional space, and and writing it almost like you're in third person and and seeing it play out in that way. So, explore your thoughts, explore your feelings. And, you know, get excited about what's coming out on that page, like you're writing a memoir or something, (laughs) or just work out whatever needs to get worked out. For me and my practice today, it was really about making a plan to alleviate the discomfort. Um, And it came out. It came through organically, authentically. I didn't know what I was going to write, but then it came out and I was like, oh, this is so obvious. And then it was like a big exhale. That just reminded me of something that's been uh, coming up in my mind too, is If you ever feel like you need some inspiration or some motivation to get going, imagine that you have a documentary film crew around you at all times. So in these moments of like sadness or discomfort, I will imagine that I'm being filmed and I'll be like, okay, how would me as the main character get out of this (laughs) or accept it or sit with it? Like, what are the different paths I could take imagining it play out like a movie? And that is kind of in tandem with imagining how your highest self would play it out. How would your highest self move through discomfort and get out of a rut? Um, And that takes us into the next point, which is hold space for all of your emotions. There's nothing wrong or bad about you if you're experiencing sadness or a quote-unquote low vibrational state. I really don't think there's such thing as truly a low vibrational state. It's just like it's a, a valley to your next peak, you know? We, I mean... I have so many metaphors coming to mind right now, but holding space for all that we are because we're not going to be able to even experience the next peak if we don't enjoy or get curious or sink our teeth into the valley not that it's necessarily enjoyable but we can certainly bring in curiosity like an astronaut exploring a different world like what does it mean to be human it's a very unique experience that we only as humans have animals don't have this full range of emotion or most animals don't so how can we get curious about the human condition and Study ourselves in many ways. Um, it also reminds me of I was watching this Hollywood roundtable, and one of the actors, I forget his name, was saying he was talking to his therapist. He just turned 30 years old, and he was talking about this same theme like, we go up and down, we go up and down. And uh, he's like, I wish I could just hold it in one place and I could have this like kind of through line. And she was like, Well, think about like your heart rate, right? Your heart rate goes up and down, up and down, up and down on the monitor you flatline when you're not experiencing those peaks and valleys and you die. I just loved that, that image, you know, we don't need to be, or really want to be flatlining, right? So let's enjoy all of these waves. It's what being alive is. This is what it means to be alive. You know, it's not always going to be, if it was always perfect, it wouldn't feel perfect because we wouldn't have anything to compare it to. So Leaning into these nooks and crannies of our human condition with some curiosity and with radical self-compassion, holding space for all of our emotions, because until we feel it, until we really let ourselves feel it, cry, scream, do whatever we need to feel into it very deeply, we can't even truly begin to alchemize it because if we pass through it without actually sitting with it, that's what we call spiritual bypassing. And On a quick note, that's why ayahuasca and psychedelics are so incredibly powerful because they bring up all of that discomfort to be looked at and we can't escape it. So here's an organic way to bypass or to not need to take ayahuasca, meditate and experience your emotions, hold space for them with bravery and with courage. And, you know, this takes practice. Um, I feel like I'm in a place now where I'm like, yeah, let's go there. I'm excited to go there. But I know that that is a journey and that, you know, not all of us know exactly how to get there yet. And that's where I hope to come in and just be able to hold your hand through that and encourage you to sit with your emotional self and welcome all parts of you like guests in the guest house, as Rumi says, of course. Popping in for a moment to chat with you about my private one-on-one mentorship series. This is an intimate container with me for two months in which we are taking a ground-up approach to alchemizing and transmuting any density that's built up in your emotional life and in life in general, whether it's related to relationships or business or your relationship to self. I'm taking you through exactly what helped me to overcome my deepest and darkest spaces to really enter a life of joy, of happiness. My approach has a lot of similarities to therapy, but it's very action-oriented and spiritually anchored. And I always remind people that the potency of this mentorship series is not about what happens in our weekly meetings together. It's about what happens in between. It's about how life itself begins to change and evolve for you. It's about all of a sudden being able to look in the mirror and truly believe it when you say I love you. It's about having the courage to let yourself be seen, the courage to let yourself be successful. It's also more deeply about releasing karmic connections and ancestral wounding and reparenting. And first and foremost, putting down your roots deeply so that you can fully blossom from that place of groundedness, peace, and enter the genuine joy of being alive. That is my prayer for you. That's my wish. And it's my honor to be able to hold your hand throughout this process. So if this feels like something that's resonating with you, you can just go to HelenDenham.com. You can book a free clarity call with me. It's a free power session for a half an hour. We can get to know each other and determine if this is the most in alignment for you. Okay, my darlings, thank you for listening. Back to the episode. Finally, uh, let's see. Well, kind of second to last. Audit the energy surrounding you. Oh my goodness. This is maybe a whole nother podcast episode. Audit the energy surrounding you. A huge part of my rut yesterday was feeling pulled in way too many directions. Um, I don't know if it's Mercury being in retrograde (laughs) and moving through that alignment there, but I've had a lot of people coming up from my past, um, just friends or acquaintances or just people who have my phone number and are just reaching out a lot for support or advice or business advice or just to shoot the shit or whatever. And oftentimes I welcome that. However, I'm also like my personality type. I'm very much an introverted extrovert. So, um, it's a lot on me emotionally and energetically to give so much of my energy away all the time in an intimate way like that. So, and that's not, to the fault of anybody who's been reaching out at all. It's completely me. It's me not setting good energetic boundaries or healthy energetic boundaries with myself um, because the way that I work is I, I very quickly respond. If I get a text or a message, I'm, I'm on it really fast because if I don't respond, I don't want it sitting in the back of my mind. I want it cleared out of my space so I can move on to the next thing without thinking about the past at all. So I am naturally very quick to respond and that's how I get work done. You know, it's like, it's how I move through procrastination. I never procrastinate because I like to get things done. So little tangent moment there, but that can sometimes be a double-edged sword because, Giving my energy away that fast to people who want my attention can feel very draining at a certain point. So last night, I really audited who I was allowing into my energetic space, into my mind, into my world. And I took a moment and I was like, Helen, it's OK to like not respond right away. Like you can take a few hours. Um, because I was really getting into my mind. I was like, well, if I ignore this person, am I being mean or unkind? Like I love this person so much, but I don't want to be really chit-chatting like this. Um, so I came to the conclusion after some just stillness there and turning my phone off, that was the trick there, to just be like, OK. Let's have some more spaciousness in the social realm. And, you know, I'm a projector, I'm a cancer, all these things, all these archetype mixed in. It makes me really, uh, I get into my shell like a little crab. I get into my shell and I'm like, I don't want anyone entering my shell and like my little pinchers come out. So I'm working on <laughs> retracting my pinchers um, and not getting my pinchers out ever because um, I am learning how to manage the energy well. And this is really important for any of us who are either solopreneurs or, um, really Public facing, I would say, because anybody who's posting a lot on Instagram or online, or just showing up as a resource for people, no matter how big your audience is, you're opening up a portal and invitation for people to come in, and that is so beautiful. Um, but it also it needs to coexist with our own personal space and boundaries, which only we can discern for ourselves. So I hope this is making sense. I feel like I'm talking a little bit in a circle, but yeah, auditing the energy surrounding us and being okay honestly like the the more difficult truth is being okay with growing and leaving some people in the past at some point you know Um, as you grow as you enter new heights in your life it doesn't mean that other people aren't good enough for you or anything like that. But it's like, who who do you want in the room with you um, at the end of the day? Who really helps you to feel like your highest self and who feels like maybe a ball and chain? And I think you can feel into who that might be. And um, I think we can start to separate with with so much love. Um, and it's been a big lesson that I've learned you know, over the last decade is how to do that with love. If I'm moving through a, a friend separation or something like that, how can I do it really gracefully? Cause I've made a mistake in the past where I have been much too unnecessarily harsh. I think in my, you know, when I was like 22 or something, I went through a friend breakup and, um, it's always stuck with me. And I really, I apologized to her a couple of years later because of, because of the unkindness and, Oh boy, we could go in so many directions with this, but I think knowing how to separate and move through friendships that no longer serve you with grace is so important and ultimate kindness. Sometimes there's really no need for a big breakup or anything. It's just a gentle dissolving. Um, And then on that note of going through a friend breakup, like I'm recalling from my early twenties was to know when to apologize as well. Um, I'm going way off script right now, but knowing how to apologize, uh, understanding that an apology sometimes is really important if we have hurt somebody else. So little tidbit to keep in mind there. No, we're not too good. It doesn't make us a bad person or not like woke if we owe somebody an apology. I think it's good to keep in mind. Um, Okay, finally, let's get back on topic, (laughs) how to get back into alignment after a rut. The last thing I do as a water sign, all of my Scorpios, Pisces, uh, Cancerians out there, etc., taking a bath or a shower or a dip in the ocean or natural bodies of water is incredibly healing and not just energetically like scientifically we've got research backing this that being near water and being in water has a profound effect on our whole system um, I'm just reading from my notes here that the the sound of water can stimulate the release of the hormone oxytocin, which has a calming effect on the body and reduces our feelings of stress and anxiety. And beyond that, the color blue also has a very calming effect on the mind uh, because this This color blue activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which is responsible for our rest and digest response, as we know. So getting near water, being in water, I take a bath almost every single night. So that was immediately new intuitively. I was like, I need to get in the bath after I was feeling frustrated yesterday with my energy being pulled everywhere. I, you know, I called my energy back into my body, uh, consciously. I prayed, I meditated, I journaled, and then I got into the bath and I imagined the bath washing away all of my discomfort and moving all of that discomfort through my body and then leaving through my feet down through the soles of my feet and draining out with the water through the bath. And when I got out of that bath, I arose a new woman, let me tell you. So there is nothing like a good bath. That's why we get so many great ideas in the shower or in the bath. Our intuition is heightened. We're calm. We can be creative in a calm state, first and foremost. Um, this kind of ties into a reel that I just posted about nervous system regulation and having it be completely related to feeling safe, baseline level safety. You know, how can we expect ourselves to be creative and uphold awesome relationships or really do anything? Um, In business, in life, in friendships, relationships, anything, if we don't feel safe, first and foremost. So part of being in and near water is calming our nervous system down so that we can even feel safe. And then that's why we get those sparks and creative ideas oftentimes, because we feel safe to do so. We feel we've got that spaciousness open. So I hope this has been helpful. I think we pretty much ran through everything that I do to get myself back into alignment because... Really these are the tools in our tool belt and this is how I have been able to curate a lifestyle that feels very happy. Um, we just remembering that we can have off days. We can have days or weeks or months where we feel sad even, but that doesn't mean it's a hard life. I believe that I lead a truly fulfilling, happy, peaceful life. And once in a while I get these days that are necessary. Uh, it's necessary to have a checkpoint like this once in a while to be like, how's it going? What's going on? Are we feeling okay? And, um, Oh, let me give you guys a bonus moment here because while I was doing my think tank journaling page, I, I started to write my to-do lists and my projections for the future differently. Instead of making little check boxes, I actually have been writing my to-do lists in a circle. So I make a big circle on the page and then I put dots on the circle of what I need to get or want to get done that day and it changes your brain state in like such a cool way because we live our lives like looking at little boxes and you know living in a very kind of boxed in reality looking at circles in general there's a whole nother you know body of research behind this as well but looking at circles and living in a cyclical kind of way but like physically looking at circles walking in circles all these things it's so much um healthier for us it literally leads into a holistic lifestyle so um, that might be something for you to try when you're writing out your to-do lists. Try making it a circle and putting dots on the circles for your markers and see what happens. It just is really interesting to look at and perceive differently, etc. So I, I bet I can do a part two on this one as well. Um, I'm also putting this on my blog on helendenim.com. So check that out. Um, I think that is it from me, my darlings have a beautiful Sunday. If you're listening on this Sunday morning, and I hope this is of service to you. If you feel like a buddy might benefit from what you're hearing, please do send it along or share it to your stories. It's so helpful to keep building our community, um, And then a couple little things that might also support you. I have got a free toolkit for you on my website that you'll see pop up when you go to HelenDenham.com, which is just some awesome things to have in your back pocket, like a walking meditation, a subconscious reprogramming prompt for you, some other goodies in there. And then our next full moon circle is on February 5th. I am so excited to see you all in there. These are just intimate circles where we get to have great conversations about the meaning of life, to be honest, (laughs) we always get into these amazing discussions and topics. And um, so the first half of these full moon circles is pulling Oracle cards together, pulling tarot together, talking about the cosmic energies at hand. And then the second half, I take you through a hypno journey, which is very powerful, like a deep visualization. Um, So I have just absolutely loved offering that for you all thank you for being here. I love you so much. I've got 444 on my clock right now. So perfect time to close this out. Blessings, hugs, stay in touch on Instagram or wherever we're connected. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.